How are you doing folks? Larry G. McGuire here, writer and artist at LarryGMcGuire.com. Welcome along to The Daily Larb. This is the podcast for creative thinkers, creative minds, artists, craftspeople, people who like their own company <laughs> over the company of others. And uh, speaking of such, uh, today I'd like to uh, narrate for you an article that I was kindly invited to write over at adazing.com book marketing and CJ McDaniel over there uh, and I have been back and forward on a little project that um, we're collaborating on. CJ's uh, book marketing site has uh, kindly become one of the sponsors for the writer's giveaway and uh, uh, CJ dropped me a mail and said would you like to write an article and I said absolutely because uh, he's got a huge audience and, and it was a great opportunity for me to uh, perhaps connect with that readership. So I wrote an article this morning titled Embracing Solitude, the Creative Imperative and uh, that was published today on Adazing so thanks a million CJ for the opportunity and I'd like to read that article for you guys now. This is a bonus episode, incidentally, of uh, the Daily Lar podcast. Embracing Solitude, the Creative Imperative There's something special about the quiet, isn't there? Most people, craving the constant short-term gratification that worldly stimulation brings, run away from the silence of their own company, usually as fast as possible. But we don't. We run towards it. I didn't always call myself a writer. Only in the last 12 months since penning my first serious piece of writing have I begun to do so. That short piece of work I called The Artist's Manifesto. I've always loved the piece of my own company, so the tag writer felt like a natural fit. Solitude has subsequently become essential to my sense of well-being and my creative process. If you are a writer, then maybe it's yours too. When I was a kid... I would come home from school and spend hours in my room, alone, sitting on the bed, smoking cigarettes out the cleverly positioned opening of the single glazed aluminium window, contemplating whatever came to mind. It was my way of escaping the noise of others with whom I was living. These days I crave my own company just as much, although now it's more of a conscious choice to, to do so. As a kid, it was always just something I liked to do, and I did, not, I did it without questioning the rights or wrongs of it. Today, our contemporary societal view, however, is that spending time alone, at best, is disadvantageous. At worst, it is antisocial and destructive to your mental well-being. There's something wrong with you, the loner. Like most writers, I am what many would call quiet and introverted, but certainly not shy. When there is a requirement, I will shake things up, make sure people hear me. I guess that's why writing appeals to me. Many people who do not understand the outward projection of the writer would like to call you and me rude, unsociable or perhaps reclusive, but they do not understand. They adhere to popular social stereotypes about what it means to be an acceptable member of society. They will tag you and me as antisocial and suggest all kinds of ways we may overcome our affliction. And so, under the blanket societal idea of what it means to be successful, we begin the battle of our lives. To be understood by a society that on the whole cannot understand. The importance of solitude. Introversion. That internal draw towards the peace and tranquility of solitude is not something that needs to be cured or overcome. 
it is a vital component in the creative process, and psychological studies back that up. In a formidable piece of 1993 research, cited over 8,300 times, conducted by Anders Ericsson and his colleagues, titled The Role of Deliberate Practice in the Acquisition of Expert Performance, they found that time spent alone in deliberate practice is essential to the evolution of expertise. Susan Cain, in her book Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking, outlines how our contemporary Western industrialised culture works against the creative minds of introverted people like you and me. The popular rhetoric of our culture says we must be outward and engaging, we must work as part of the collective to bring value to the world. But this is a flawed ideology. Just like Susan Cain, you and I already feel there's a fundamental flaw in that premise. We already know the value that can be obtained for us and indeed everyone else by us embracing the solitude for extended periods to create our works. But sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes, in spite of what we feel inside, the world convinces us that we must conform, row in and be a part of the machine. We are trained out of individuality and into collectivity, as if the latter is somehow better than the former. From the very first days we spend away from our mothers, we are conditioned towards the collective mind. We are encouraged by the world to leave behind the things that seem so natural to us and join the game. And so we do. But it doesn't last. And if we cannot rediscover the benefits of spending time alone in the bliss of our minds, then there is a significant risk that we become torn apart, confused and isolated in the most real sense of the world. Of the word. I guess that's why I felt the need to write the artist's manifesto. The short book was a way to give heed to the voice that was calling me back to the place I have always felt most productive and creative. The artist's manifesto promotes embracing solitude as a fundamental aspect of the creative process and it offers us, creative people, the opportunity to accept that part of ourselves that others would discourage. It is a call to all creative people to graciously present the middle finger to a world that would try to convince us that the solitary way of the creative mind is somehow imperfect. The book reminds us writers and creatives to permit ourselves to create with passion and integrity without the need for applause. The Constant Exchange Life appears to be a constant exchange between what you and I would call me, the individual, and everyone else, the world. In reality, the creative process is an exchange between the two, the outside world and the inside world. As a creative person, you understand the benefit of finding time to be alone and create despite what everyone else may think or say. But there is a benefit too in taking what we make and returning to the world to show it to others. When we present what we created, there, there is for us the opportunity to complete the process. Because the creative process is not only about making the thing, but also about sharing it. And where suitable, taking reward in the form of payment for that thing. We get to close the loop and in, be in observation of that unidentifiable, omnipresent thing that exists beyond the surface level mind of busy people. It is so, it is not either introversion or extroversion. It is not the inside or the outside that is correct. It is a combination of both that is required for you and me to be happy and become fulfilled. Solitude is an essential component in the creative process. It is a place we must go to turn the inspiration we receive 
from the inner and outer world into things of beauty. Equally, companionship is essential to our well-being. However, that doesn't mean you and I need to be become Mr. or Mr. Saturday Night. That's someone else's job. But it may be yours too, if you choose it. There's no prerequisite apart from that which you and I decide upon. If you want to be predominantly outward and engaging, then do that. If you want to spend most of your time in solitude, then do that. For me, as a writer and artist, spending time alone is where I'm at my best. It's where I feel most at home. Maybe it is for you too. The secret to life is to put yourself in the right lighting. For some, it's a Broadway spotlight. For others, a lamplit desk. Use your natural powers of persistence, concentration and insight to do the work you love and work that matters. Solve problems. Make art. Think deeply. Susan Cain. In round about October 2016, uh, I decided to take a job. And I hadn't worked for anybody else in about, oh, I don't know, 15 years or so. 16 anyway. Maybe 17 years. I can't remember exactly. Uh, I had always worked for myself. But uh, circumstances changed. The economy uh, shifted dramatically around about 2009, 2010 for me and the business that I ran. And uh, I subsequently made some changes or needed to. Um, Did nothing for a while, but then I took a job, as I said, around about October of 2016. Uh, I soon um, began thinking a little bit differently about what it was I was making, what it was I was writing, because I was doing a bit of writing up to then. Um, And doing the work for somebody else seemed to give me a bit of space to think and uh, at least fulfil the financial needs. And um, around about this time in 2017, I began to feel the urge to go back writing. And I looked at my site that I had at the time, which I had basically put on ice, and I decided to redesign it. Uh, and I took a couple of months to do that. Uh, and then I began writing. And it was out of that time. And all the recent subsequent uh, uh, experiences, I suppose, of losing the business. And trying to figure out what the fuck I was supposed to be doing. Uh, was born the Artist Manifesto. And I started writing it. And it wasn't perfect, the first one. Uh, I've had a couple of edits since then. And... Um, it means a lot to me and it really is a reminder to me of what it is I'm supposed to be doing, why I'm doing it. And it's it's a grounding, you know, because, you know, when you get online and you read advice from other people and uh, you read information from other sources and stuff like that, there's a tendency for that information to drag you down into something that really is not a part of you. Uh, I'm talking about tactics and I'm talking about strategies and I'm talking about ways and means of achieving an aim right and all of that stuff is fine you know marketing and advertising and all that kind of stuff and blogging and and uh, the technical stuff uh the kind of um a's b's and c's of getting stuff done that's all fine but something else fundamental needs to be in place before you move on that because if you move on that stuff and try to make things happen by virtue of following all this advice, all the strategies and all the tactics and all the ways and means that other people promote as being the way to get there. Well, you'll never get there. That has been my experience. And the Artist Manifesto, I wrote as a, as a way 
as a as a as a means to give voice to this idea that there's something more fundamental at work and if we don't connect with it if we don't allow ourselves the time and the space to connect with that well then everything we we do will turn to shite or at least will be mediocre it won't be spectacular it won't be fulfilling we'll always be looking for something else we'll always be looking for some someone else to provide a solution that really wasn't anywhere else to begin with you know it's much much closer to home in fact it is home and i've found that that home is in the peace and quiet of my own company i am absolutely i'm absolutely content uh in that place and uh i recommend it to everybody you know if you're feeling the stress and anxiety of work uh, maybe even a little bit further down the road from that and you, and it's actually turned into depression for you well there's no better place for you to be than in the peace and quiet of your own company with no attachment to anything else with out in the woods if you want to go for a walk you don't have to sit there and arm all day sitting in the lotus position but if you want to do that that's cool but what i'm talking about is finding the space to just be yourself and just connect with whatever it is whatever it means to you it's completely unique you know yeah, but essential if you're going to do the work doesn't matter what the work is it could be painting drawing sweeping the streets doing tax returns it could be could be writing it could be whatever sculpture it could be performance art who knows whatever it is for you if you don't find the time to create the space around you where nothing is going on it's just you uh you'll probably find that um the stress of the world is too much you know and it can become too much it becomes too much for me sometimes um but the artist manifesto this piece of work this like short form 30 page document that i wrote it's available on my site just click the button enter your email and i'll send it to you it explains it all and at least gives me a grounding and a lot of other people have got value from it too and maybe you will uh, and that's what i'm all about you know it's my creative philosophy and it doesn't have to be only mine. It can be yours too. And one thing I should say about this. It's not, there's nothing unique in this. It's been said before. And continues to be said by many other people. But I, I couldn't hear it from other people. I had to give it expression through me, through me. You know. And that's often the case. Because we pick up stuff. Writings by other people. And sometimes they have a profound message in them. And we can hear it. You know. That's the wonder and the beauty of stories. But sometimes we don't. And sometimes we have to go through that little bit of crisis to try and figure out, or to, in order to figure out, rather, what it is we're about, you know. Um, and often I think that maybe there's nothing we can do about that. Maybe that test, maybe that little bit of a struggle or big bit of a struggle that we're going through is important for us to come to a realisation about something. And maybe... We we might not even come to the realization. We might struggle with that forever, but uh, well, forever in terms of this particular life. But uh, everyone has their own path to go, but ultimately is the same path. And for me, the explanation of that is in the artist manifesto. It's due out in a couple of weeks' time. Putting the final touches to it now. Looking forward to getting it out. It's bound to have some typos in it, right? It's bound to have some errors. And uh, I'll just have to update the document whenever I find them. But uh, it'll be out soon. And uh, if you want to get that short form version, larrygmaguire.com. 
you can download it no sweat and uh, as part of the promotion for the book i'm offering some marketing tools you can check out that too uh, get over to my site the uh, uh, larryjmcguire.com and have a look it's the top article there on the blog feed the writer's uh, giveaway you can check that out but today's article just to finish up today's article uh, is available to read on adazing.com adazing is cj mcdaniel's website book marketing website adazing have come on board as a sponsor for the giveaway and uh, cj invited me to uh, offer an article to the site for which i'm very grateful so if you want to read that there's a link in the description at the top of the description of this episode and uh, that's all i've got for you for now so thanks for listening in i'm larry g mcguire writer and artist larry i'll check you tomorrow take it easy